0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti. and
1: Sam Batesh,
0: where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue wire. I just finished my last chocolate-covered pretzel from the Trader Joe's bag. By the way, they are absolutely delicious, but I was hoping that I was only going to be over here for a little bit longer, and then all of a sudden we get a Giants-Eagles overtime game. What the heck was that? We've got a lot to discuss, Sam.
1: How unnecessary. So let's catch up. (laughs) Let's catch up. An NFL podcast.
0: With Taylor Bashotti and and Sam Batesh. Brought to you by Harry's Harry's Razors, Razors. And I shaved
1: long ago in the second quarter which at this point feels like days and days ago. It is Monday <laughs> night of the Giants-Eagles game. And Taylor, yes, you ate the entire bag of the they were really dark good. chocolate-covered pretzels from Trader Joe's, I But speaking of something
0: item. else that's really good. Give it to me. Three teams clinched a spot in the playoffs. It was the Saints, Chiefs, and Ravens this past weekend. So very exciting weekend and a lot to discuss in terms of what this means for the NFC, what this means for the AFC, and moving forward and now we're coming up on week 15. We have a lot more.
1: I'm I'm as excited as you are right there, Taylor. And I didn't mean to step on you. I was only going to say that now it's as if things are really coming into focus. I had said the last time we were together that you can't quite judge the season quite yet. Because with four games left, a lot can still Mm -hmm. happen. Now, just to get it out of the way, I want to tee you up on this only because we sat through this and it just happened. yeah. So I, I, I think it's worth getting the dreck out of the way. Mm-hmm. But it did happen, and unfortunately it is relevant, even though we're talking about <laughs> six and seven teams.
0: No, no, it's the NFC East is absolutely relevant because it is up, st- up still for grabs between the Eagles and the Cowboys. And what el- you know what else it is? It's just a complete dumpster fire.
1: It, it absolutely is. So now everyone told us that they'd love for us to start every week with yay or nay. And that's pretty much all we're doing, okay? We're just going yay or nay through the entire show. Let's do it. Right now. Rapid fire, Taylor. The Eagles will win the NFC East, yay or nay.
0: Who did you say that they played?
1: So, the Eagles, with their gritty, gutty overtime win against the Giants. With their plethora even.
0: of receivers that they have. Uh, that
1: was one receiver on the field to finish the game. Zach Ertz game. Uh, well, filled Zach in the position Ertz of a receiver. Filled as a receiver. Obviously, he's a tight end. They had one true receiver on the field, which was Greg Ward, who actually played quarterback in college. Amazing. So that was fascinating. But they found a way to win. Reggie Wayne actually seven.
0: tweeted something out during the game, which was, read, was funny. Please read. Please read. From I don't, Reggie I don't Wayne. have it pulled up verbatim, oh, so funny, but though, I will. But he
1: basically said, I I'm could sitting play at a bar. wide receiver for the Eagles right now.
0: And I'm drinking it was a little scotch a emoji sitting at a bar Instead, watching this game sitting at a bar. and I could jump in and fill in and step on the field and make it on the, the Eagles, Eagles receiving team would right now.
1: Gladly welcomed Reggie Wayne onto the field for that. But in regards to who the Eagles have left, the Eagles will be playing the Redskins, the Cowboys and the Giants again to finish their season. The Cowboys have the Rams, the Eagles and the Redskins to finish their season. So this is a fascinating little three-game oh, schedule. Gosh, here. and the
0: Redskins don't even look that bad right now. No, they played the Packers. They played the Packers and, and they they lost. Except had I mean the Packers are a playoff team potentially. Oh, that was much closer than it should have been. It was way closer than it should have been. Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson they all they all looked really good. So, all right, honestly, so who do you got? Who do you got here? Uh, Both six and
1: seven. Yeah, I said yay or nay. The Eagles will win the NFC East. What do you think? You saw? I mean, you I'm saw whatever say the they Cowboys? are. Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to back you up right now, and I want to hear your reasoning. But I'm going to say, nay, the Eagles are not going to win the NFC That's East. what I'm saying. I'm, and, I'm thinking right. the Cowboys are. And, and here's why I think the Cowboys real quick, but I want to hear from you. For me, it comes down to really one thing overall, which I believe, which is that the team I saw tonight, the team I've seen all year from the Eagles, you know who they can't beat? The Cowboys. I don't yeah. think they can beat the Cowboys. The bottom line is, if we were just talking about three random games, maybe I could walk... Myself through the Eagles getting there. Look, the Eagles are just so banged up. They played tonight. Let me walk you through this, Taylor. They started the game without Nelson Aguilar, obviously Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. and Jordan Howard. They're starting running back. Then throughout the game, they lost Alshon Jeffrey and their right tackle, Lane Johnson. And they tried to play this game. And then it stretches. Miles Sanders came out of the game. And... J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, their other wide receiver, had to come out of the game as well. This team has an injury issue, but they won a Super Bowl with injury issues, so I feel like yeah, they but don't this use is, that this as is more
0: This is more than just one injury, which is the quarterback. I mean, not that that's not significant. True. Obviously, that's significant, but when you've got so many injuries and literally nobody to throw to that becomes kind of a bigger issue yeah in a bigger problem you're absolutely right All And and right. the cowboys are in a must-win situation as are the eagles but i mean the cowboys especially with jason garrett on the hot seat and i feel like they're gonna dak rally behind has that. more dak has more weapons the players are jason garrett's a player's coach they like they love him i i feel like they've got more of a shot that so being said like- I don't think they're going to go far once they're in there. So at the end of the day, what does this mean? Not that
1: much. No, that's that's all right. But you're giving it to the Cowboys. And frankly, I am too. Uh, sorry to all my family in Philadelphia and all the friends of mine who know that I'm an Eagles fan. But I just I don't see it. And it was this was adorable tonight. But to chalk up wins for the Eagles that everyone says, oh, they control their destiny because if they win four games in a row, they're in. They haven't won more than two games in a row all season, and they were riding a three-game losing streak on the way into this. So I don't see it pish-posh. Before we move on to much more important things, Taylor, and I want to hear everything you have to say about the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Niners, the Saints, even the Rams a little bit, and something sneaky the Patriots just did. But Harry's Razors, everybody, check out my smooth face right now, although it grows very quick, by the way. But we've got a special offer for fans of Let's Catch Up. We are partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off any shave set, including their limited edition holiday set. When you go to Harry's.com slash blue wire, you're gonna get free shipping. Each Harry Shaving set comes with a weighted handle, a five-blade razor cartridge, foaming shave gel, a travel cover to protect your blade, and it's packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. Act now, Harry's.com slash blue wire. What's my favorite part, Taylor? These razors are two bucks a piece harrys.com slash blue wire right, go Taylor, do it you won't regret it you will not my face looks amazing. i've got one for you give it to the me niners
0: tomorrow. proved they are the best team in the nfc on sunday when they defeated those new orleans saints
1: yay or nay on that the niners proved they're the best team in the nfc i am going to not say just the best looking they okay let's let's say this much before the game started and well before the season started they had wrapped up best looking in the nfc correct okay oh, yeah. i think so also by the way george kittle looks a lot like my cousin evan who you may need to meet. He's not, quite, uh, not quite the size of Kittle dragging does Saints he, defenders down is, the field. Does, but, all,
0: does all he do is win? Because that's all George Kittle does. It
1: really is. So best looking, they won. But you're asking me, yay or nay, if the Niners are the best team in the NFC after what we saw on Sunday. I'm going to say nay. I'm sticking with The Saints, even in that loss, Taylor, I was so impressed by Drew Brees with the five touchdown passes. What looked like the game-winning touchdown drive from Brees, who just went, bang, 11 yards, 11 yards, 25 yards, 5 yards, 18 yards for the strike at the end. I'm so impressed with what I see week in and week out. And, funny, I told you that the Saints' defense was going to show up. I would say in a 48-46 game, neither defense is really going to get a lot of credit here. But... I saw both quarterbacks taking hits. There were defensive plays made throughout that game. I am still going to contend that the most complete team I've seen in the NFC, I'm sticking with the Saints, and I like that little sprinkle of experience that they still have. If they played yeah. again and again, if it played in San Francisco, would that have made any kind of a difference? I don't know. We all know that the home field advantage in the Superdome is tremendous, and yet the Niners still found a way to win that game in the end. What a drive and what a play fourth and two, yes. Jimmy DeGeorge. And but this, is something
0: th- that I, this is something that I absolutely hate when people do is when they sit there and they complain about the officiating and the refs. And I think, you know what? That's just a, such a sour way to lose oh. and such a sour way to go out. But I will say that I don't know what the deal is, but if you ever want to learn a new rule in a game, somebody tweeted this out and I thought it was so spot on, watch a Saints game because you are going to learn so much <laughs> <It's-> more <laughs> and you're going to learn about rules and penalties and... <laughs> all these (laughs) reasons as to why they aren't getting the penalties that they should be getting. And it it was an unfair game. I think officiating wise towards the saints. And I do think that those little, you know, this is a game of inches as we saw in this game and those major penalties that they did not get called on. It's unfair. And I think that the outcome of the game would have been different. And do I think these teams are very comparable? Absolutely. I think that, If you really dissect them, I think that in terms of quarterbacks, I think Drew Brees is the better quarterback. I think the 49ers have the better defense, although the Saints defense, which I have not been giving them enough credit, I've noticed that, they are a good defense. I think they rank sixth against the run. They're pretty good against the pass, minus Apple. He's struggled a bit. Eli Apple was
1: never good in New York, and he hasn't been great in New Orleans, and any fans and family that I have that are really root for the Saints, they are always yelling at me about Eli Apple. But... Before this game, they were ranked even higher. Obviously, giving up the 48 points didn't help. But you're right to give them a little bit of credit because the Saints, the Saints defense doesn't get credit because over the years, that's been such a weakness of theirs. But I'm sorry, they've got playmakers there. But you're saying... And Jimmy
0: Garoppolo had a great game. He, he had a huge third down conversion. That was his moment. That was his that moment. That was his moment.
1: That was Jimmy's moment. I absolutely agree with that, Taylor. So you're saying you, you, you would say the Niners overall still best for you in the NFC? <sighs> it's a toss-up. Okay. It's truly a toss-up. Well, what's interesting is, of course, the Niners have the one seed currently, but it's still very much up in the air. The fact that the Packers are the two is interesting and the Saints could still grab that one seed. The problem is, of course, they now don't have the tiebreaker with San Francisco. So it looks like the Saints, the Saints are really going. I think the Saints will need a bye to do what I think they're going to do. But overall, I think this is going to happen. I still think the Saints are the best team in the NFC as far as what I've seen.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to stick with the Niners just because that's who I did choose, but these two teams are the ones. I think that it really proved the Seahawks lack of performance against the Rams proved that the NFC really is comprised. I think of two teams. I hope, I hope, I hope we get to see it again. I hope it comes
1: down to these two teams. I'd love to see it again. All right. What do you got for me next?
0: Uh, let's see. The chiefs are on the same level as the Ravens and Patriots.
1: Well, What's interesting here, so yay or nay, do I think the Chiefs are on the same level as the Ravens and Patriots? I'm going to say yay, but here's what's interesting about that question from you, Taylor.
0: No, I think the Chiefs are better than the Patriots. They just beat the Patriots. I think that the the scariest team for the Ravens to go up against will be the Chiefs.
1: Who have actually beaten them twice. The reason the question seems surprising, because I think people, the way the Chiefs have stumbled through some of the season and the way Mahomes was injured, obviously, people don't assume the Chiefs are at that level, but... As impressive or unimpressive as you thought the win was against the Patriots, it was a defining moment, I think, this late in the season for this Chiefs team, for Andy Reid, for Mahomes to actually get a W in one of those games, and to win when it is colder. It is in New England. This Mm -hmm. is the time when New England really puts the handcuffs on teams. I thought that was impressive, and it proves to me the Chiefs can win one of these kinds of games in the playoffs when it matters most. I like that they weren't at full strength. I like that Mahomes' hand was banged up in the game. I like that he threw an interception. I like that they were trailing early in the game. There was so much for them to overcome. Mm -hmm. I like that at the end, they had to make a defensive play to win the game. You and I, you said it first. This
0: Chiefs defense is not bad. It's not what it was last year. That's been their biggest, biggest thing that they've improved upon from last year to this year is that defense and their offense is obviously something that's unstoppable especially when you look at that matchup with the ravens i think that's going to be the toughest toughest one for the i hope to, to see that
1: i hope to see ravens chiefs i i had said it the last time we spoke i like in the super bowl the chiefs and the saints that's how i think this season is shaping up and i know it's a little under the radar with the chiefs and the saints but i'm going to stick with that all right i'm going it to give you one it is
0: interesting to note that the three teams that have beat Tom Brady and the Patriots are ones with quarterbacks that you just can't contain. It was Deshaun Watson, it was Lamar Jackson, and, and it Patrick was Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. You're
1: absolutely right, Taylor. And I think the Patriots. This looks that like a season, shows
0: where their weaknesses. It
1: looks like a season where the AFC is poised to beat Tom Brady. Now, speaking of the AFC, Taylor, there is a team that we are not speaking about that can go to the Super Bowl. That nobody is discussing right now, yay or nay.
0: I'm gonna say yay.
1: And it's going to be the
0: Tennessee Titans. Don't at me. I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks, though. The Titans are six and one since Ryan Tannehill has taken over at quarterback. Nobody wants to play Ryan Tannehill right now. He is red hot. And you know who else nobody wants to play? Is Derrick Henry.
1: I don't want to. Try tackling him right now.
0: He is a force to be reckoned with. That team is on fire. I don't know what kind of momentum shift and change that they've had since he's taken over but it's obvious
1: what's remarkable in that game did you notice that game was 21 21 against the raiders in oakland and in the blink of an eye it was 42 to 21 i don't know what happened but derrick henry was just does this rumbling kind of that miami
0: just made a terrible decision and letting go of ryan Tannehill,
1: or didn't have the infrastructure around him which happens a lot I think it just yeah, comes but down if you've got fact, a
0: quarterback that can clearly do it. I mean, what the heck? Why wouldn't you build a build a team around him? I think it shows you that's that what what good teams and coaches and franchises do.
1: Yeah, you're right, but it shows me that Tennessee is just a better franchise, and certainly at the moment than Miami is. Tennessee's well, yeah. got more around him. That's the bottom line. So you're saying Tennessee has a legit shot at going to the Look, Super Bowl I don't know if they've got a kidding. shot
0: of going to the Super Bowl but the Titans sneak into this into the playoffs every year do I think that they're going to get far who knows but right now with the way that they're playing they very well could
1: I think you're right in regards to nobody wants to play the Titans because they absolutely put it on the Raiders like I said that game was tied in the blink of an eye they completely took it over and Tannehill makes them a different team we can't even judge where they are now the great part
0: for and the Titans he's is- he's a mobile quarterback too and nobody like my god he throws his body into these plays it's unbelievable and we've
1: been talking about the Texans and of course I picked Deshaun to win the MVP and I thought the Texans are going to win this division Titans play the Texans twice more before the end yeah, of the season what?
0: guess guess who has an elimination Ooh. scenario this wow. weekend the Colts
1: Ah, the Colts I, I can't even talk about anyway I'm gonna this I'm division, gonna wrap us up with one last
0: yay or nay for you
1: Give it to me, Taylor. And this is
0: a juicy one. Okay. Can't wait. The Patriots were gaining an unfair advantage for their game against the Bengals by filming at the <laughs> Browns game on Sunday.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: Spygate 2.0. Here we come.
1: So you're asking me, yay or nay, if they're gaining an advantage by filming at the game. I'm going to say, I'm going to say nay. The unfair advantage that the Patriots had over the Bengals was simply in the jerseys that the two teams wear. <laughs> okay. The unfair advantage <laughs> is we're the Patriots and you are, are the Cincinnati Bengals. That's really where the advantage is. I will say this much. It wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots are pushing the limit of the rules to gain more inside information on an opponent. But frankly, I actually give them kudos for this because every sport is trying to push the envelope, and here's the Patriots doing it once again. We see the Astros doing it.
0: I don't know why you want to give them kudos for And now for it's the it. Patriots. I, I'm
1: sorry, but I just, I think it's interesting. They didn't do it. They didn't go and do it in Cincinnati. They did it kind of sneakily in Cleveland. And again, I, I don't think they needed necessarily that much of an unfair advantage. I don't think they needed extra film to beat Cincinnati. Can we at least agree on that?
0: Yeah. No, I think we can absolutely agree on that. But it just does kind of seem convenient that another story breaks about this. And unfortunately, it is the Patriots that this is about.
1: Well, it's it. Look, it's not surprising. It's really not surprising for us to be hearing something about him, but in the end, that's. What we got is the Patriots, and they're gonna, they are gonna—they have to explain why they're filming, what they're filming, and, and we've seen all that before.
0: I mean, I'm curious. I feel like this is going to blow up into a much bigger story than what it is right now.
1: Well, we'll see. And we'll get to The NFL that is up.
0: investigating it because of somebody turning it in, or the Bengals turning it in.
1: Interesting. All right. Or was um, it the
0: Browns? It was the, the Browns. Bengals. Browns. It was Bengals?
1: the Bengals. Bengals were the ones that saw it in the press box, and they said, yeah. hmm, that's interesting. Aren't you playing us next? Hmm. Well, as the Patriots say, Taylor on to Cincinnati on
0: to Cincinnati and so, Tom Brady tweeted it himself
1: <laughs> so let's catch up we'll, we'll talk. do it Thursday yeah it's gonna be very exciting I can't and we have a big game Thursday wait. too
0: yes